Let's do it. I don't. We're gonna see if we can get through this podcast with Leo acting a fool. Yeah, he is. I've never seen. He's I've never on seen one. a dog. We've like, talked about. I'm sure we've talked about this on the pod before. But like for whatever reason, when we sit in these chairs specifically, yeah, and are holding these mics, yeah, he just freaks out. You, so for you some can reason. you can be here. Yeah. And we, we can be, hang out. We could be sitting on the couch watching a Chiefs game. Yeah. As soon no as we start recording. As soon as your computer flips up, the mixer turns on, and we hold on to these microphones. It's it was like it he was, sees something. It was like that at my apartment, too. Oh, yeah. It was like yeah. that when we were roommates. Mm-hmm. Always. And he still freaks out when you walk in the door. Yeah. But then he'll settle down. Yeah. You know, he's excited. He's Unless excited to we're see an holding old microphones. And then we pick up the mics and he's and like. And then it's like he's on crack. It's like he's like, what the fuck do you guys think you're doing right now? So. And I don't understand. That's weird. I would love to get inside the brain of a dog. Yeah. Just to see what it, like, what it actually feels like to just live a day. As a dog. Through the mind of a dog. Well. Like, that would be wild. That would be a wild I'm, experience. Do you think it's boring? Like, I don't know. Probably, because they kind of just chill. I don't... But I think about... I was like, hey, what did, what did like, humans do before TV right. and phones? They just chilled well, the nice they thing about doing stuff. nice thing about being a dog is your frontal lobe isn't yeah. as developed as humans. So, yeah. like, you probably don't need as much stimulation as humans need That's to true. feel not bored. But I, I don't know. I'm not a dog. Well, sometimes I wish. Dog. I mean, I am a dog, but I'm not like a dog, you know? This is, um, <clears throat> we don't, this is another, another weird thing about today's episode. Yes. Um, we don't really do musicals. And yeah. actually, in fact, I'll kind of preface <clears throat> this whole thing by saying I don't even like musicals. And I, we've talked right. about that before we've when talked we did about that. Greece, I think. Yes, because um, that's the only other it's really, musical we've ever talked about. Yeah, and we discussed that there are very few musicals for good we reason like. because we just don't like musicals. Also, true, you'll notice too. We try and do a good job of because we never just start a show and go, "Okay, we're talking about yeah, yeah. blah blah blah." Because we start a show mid conversation, and for <laughs> most movies, it's easy to just transition into the movie. But I feel like with musicals. I just don't, there's no connective tissue in there's me not. to like bridge a conversation into a musical. So it's always just like, we'll talk about something and then we'll stop. Yeah. And we'll go, okay, so Wonka, you know. Best I could do is like, my dog is weird and yeah. Willy Wonka is a weird guy. <laughs> he is a weird like, guy. Best I could do. Yeah. Um, Honestly, one of the best parts about Wonka was the fact that our, our boy Timmy got to play him. And I think that was he, a... And he did a he did a fine job. Did a pretty good job. Um, I was impressed. I didn't know I didn't know this about you, uh-huh. which is that you really enjoy Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The original? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is so much about that movie that yeah. just that I I love. I love mm-hmm. so much about that movie, and that's why honestly it took me so long to see Wonka because I was like. I know. I knew automatically. I was like, "There is no way they're gonna match the level of of achievement that that original they musical. They, they just couldn't. Yeah, because the original was like lightning in a bottle, kind of. 
It was directed by a documentarian. They didn't really have any of the set pieces or musical numbers ready when production yeah. started. They, uh, uh, Gene Wilder was not part of the production until pretty deep into the process. I'm pretty sure he took some convincing to, to become that character. Yeah. And with, again, like without him, that movie probably isn't what it is today. And it was, that was the start of a hell of a run for Gene Wilder. Because I think within like three years of Willy Wonka, he also did Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles, which are two of like iconic, the most iconic iconic comedies ever made. Right. And he in this, like, he in this movie, Kind of like embodies how I feel when I like watch a musical. Yeah, just kind of like this almost disinterested person who's just kind of walking around, witnessing things happening, and being like, "Well, fuck, am I gonna do? These people are crazy." Yeah, like you know, like all of his and what I didn't realize because I hadn't watched I hadn't watched the original in I don't even know ten years probably. It's sure. been a long time. Sure. This, the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory has kind of a a Pixar effect to it, where as a kid, you can watch it and really enjoy it, get a lot out of it, and have it be a, you know, a a good movie, a solid movie that you enjoy. Yeah. And then 15 years down the line, when you're a full-on adult, there are so many things that you pick up on that you just can't pick up on or understand as a child because you haven't lived, you haven't lived much life yet. Yeah. So I was watching... The I was watching it um, last week, and the amount of like situational humor and like like very subtle like blocking techniques that they do. I don't know if one of the scenes I can't remember which kid it is. I believe it's when Augustus Gloop gets his golden ticket. The TV broadcaster guy is standing in you know center frame, and With there the are antlers. antlers. Yep. Behind him, I'm yeah. like, I would have never gotten that as a kid, but I'm watching it now. I'm like, that's fucking, that's awesome. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. It's just like, there's so too. much subtle humor throughout the original that's akin to that. Or like, like, um, um, when one of the, when one of the parents is talking to Wonka about nonsense and he's like, a little nonsense now and then, something enjoyed by the wisest men. Like, it's so, it's like this brief little moment. Yeah. But if you hear it, you're yeah. like, oh man, he just, he just whipped out that one-liner like it was nothing. And there's so many, there are so many moments like that throughout the original that I think are so good, and it just adds so much depth without getting any backstory because you get zero backstory about Wonka. Essentially, you know right. that he shut his factory, he closed his factory to the public because people were trying to steal his ideas, and that's it. But once you actually get to him, because it takes about thirty, thirty. Five-ish minutes to actually get to yeah, probably the so. factory, and then you actually meet Willy Wonka for the first time. That hour plus of time just with him, you get so much character development out of him mm-hmm. with zero background. Mm-hmm. It's just him acting the way he does, and you just get him. You just you, by the end of the movie, you're like that character is so fully fleshed out and understandable, yeah. and it's so it, that that's part of that's credit to Gene Wilder, and part of that's credit to the director and the, yeah. and the script and the way they actually handle the character. I, I think. Well, and w- I think one of the great things about that is also any 
any question marks that we might have as an audience mm-hmm. at one point or another the characters in the movie have about Wonka and a lot of times if they don't want to tell us that part of his story yeah. or of his background and actually this is true of the 2005 version too which was oh, yeah. essentially I won't say shot for shot but basically chapter for chapter remake right of the original of the musical original. with worse music and with worse much and much worse music worse characters cooler set pieces though yeah but cgi the um the point i was trying to make yes, is sorry. a lot of the ambiguity <laughs> surrounding willy wonka is also kind of just left up to don't worry about it. Right. It's none of your business. Yeah. Like there are so many aspects of him mm-hmm. where there's a question we might have and it might even be directly asked of him by another character. Right. And he just brushes it off. He right. just if he doesn't want to talk about it, he's not going to talk about it. And it's it's like it's moments too that like you don't need cuz you know sometimes a, a story kind of demands background in order to like get behind a character. Like you kind of have to know where they came from, why they're there, to really, to really under like, to buy them as a as a person or as a character, and honestly, like the mystery surrounding Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka is part of what makes him so like admirable and what makes him fun to watch and what engages you with his character and makes you want to kind of see what he'll do or say next. Yeah, and he, like yes, and he, dude, like, yes, and his dry delivery of oh, some of these one liners and dude. some of it. Some of it is independent of the context in which he says it. Right. Right. Like the things that he says. Um, one of the one of the quotes that I think of, and I actually pulled it up because I wanted to to get it right, mm-hmm. was um, he says, "Try some more. The strawberries taste like strawberries, and the schnozberries taste like snozberries." Which was requoted in I don't know if you remember this in uh-huh. um, uh, is it Super Troopers? Is that the movie? Is that what it's called? Maybe. Something Troopers? Super Troopers? Super Troopers. I have no idea. What am I thinking of? I have no idea. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, we'll, we'll move on past <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> and Veruca says, Snozberries. Whoever heard of Snozberries? Whoever heard of a Snozberry? And Willy Wonka replies with, We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> and it's Dude. like, it's lines like that. Yeah. Where... His his thought process and the way the Wonka brain works mm-hmm. is nowhere in line with any other normal person. Oh, and he's not. And his his character introduction when we first see him walking down the red carpet mm-hmm. is one of the most iconic moments in film history. Oh yeah, and also the perfect way to introduce Wonka. Seeing this guy who can barely move, kind of limp down the red carpet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everybody's like sort of disappointed because they're like, this is the guy, like this is the guy we've right. been idolizing. <clears throat> and then he just falls into a, fr- he stops walking in his cane staying stays yeah. where it's at. Like mm-hmm. that introduction into him was kind of just telling us from the start, right. this guy's like off the walls. Well, and you know, the, the, the main cast hadn't interact. I think hadn't interacted with Gene Wilder until that scene ah, like he kind of he kept cool. he kept to himself and kind of stayed Which, away during production perfect and that scene they didn't know he was going to walk out like that 
the oh. the whole cast had no idea that yeah, that that's cool. that was what he was gonna what he was gonna do, and it, it it created that kind of genuine response. Once you know he does the somersault, flips up, does the you know the the standing O, and it, and that's uh again you know it's just those very specific but otherwise like minute or throwaway details that make his character so interesting. Yeah. Like the, the, we are the, we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of, or we are the, what is it? We are the dreamers of dreams. Of dreams. Yeah. Another time, anytime, anytime anyone asks him a question, he never answers it throughout the entire movie. Yes. My favorite one is one of the kids asks him something. He goes, I'm a trifle deaf in this year. Speak a little louder next time. (laughs) (laughs) Who says that? Yes. And also, what? Yes. What do you mean? Yes. I lo- it's oh, so and then good. He tell he tells the one kid. Uh, one kid asks him a question. The TV kid, and he just says, "You really should open your mouth a little wider when you speak." Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Dude, or when a, when a goose falls into the chocolate river, I'm like, "Get him out of there! Call somebody! Call the authorities! Murder! Police!" So he's like, "Stop! Police! Murder!" <laughs> but he like literally he's like down there. And he just looks up, help. Police, dude, murder. Like it's it's, it's so good, it's perfect. His it's amazing. His, his performance in that movie was perfect. The other one right. too. We won't we won't turn this into another Christmas vacation right uh, scenario. Well, this is the last quote. We're halfway there. But. This is the last quote I'm gonna give. <laughs> when uh, one of the parents goes, "What is this Wonka? Some kind of fun house?" He says, "Why? Are you having fun? <laughs> yeah. Why are you dude, having fun? I just love it. I love I love everything about this performance. Oh yeah. I also not I never like to I'm not a guy who's going to be like yeah every movie should have some sort of valuable lesson that we should right. learn from it mm-hmm. but this one certainly does oh yeah and having and and that's kind of that kind of goes back to Roald Dahl as an author yes um he has made some of the most like timeless oh yeah the Timeless BF, novels, BF, the BFG, the BFG, James and the Giant Peach, James and the Giant Peach, Matilda. Um, I, I think say Matilda. He did Matilda. Um, Obviously, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Charlie Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and then uh, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, which is the sequel. Yeah, that I wish would get made because it has aliens and people get eaten. Dude, and what the more president of the United States is in the movie. Like, why has that <laughs> never been made? And they better do it with Timothy Caramel, or I'm going to be pissed. And I love. <clears throat> I love that. I love everything that this movie has to say about excess and yes, and greed and gluttony. And the, the and movie, it's, it's yeah. almost ahead of its time in right. that in that sense. The movie's the movie's not afraid to tell you that children are little shits, right? Like the credit to the child actors, they really convey those kind of like they're like uh, like almost archetypal ideas like like gluttony greed those things the children portray it very well but it it the fact that the movie was unafraid to have children be the reflection of those ideas i think was really like i i like you said it's kind of ahead of its time like yeah because the children are the people who pass on those those uh those attributes Right. right If you're if you're if you're a glutton, your children is likely to become that, right? And the fact that it like examines it from a child point of view, I think was like again, it was just a very different portrayal of those ideas. Right, and because they were just as much scolding bad parents, mm-hmm. parents that wouldn't say no to their kids. Right, 
Right. Um, and, and Charlie, you know, he represents purity in a way, right? Yeah, like selflessness. He represents the idea that like struggle, like inner, like not inner struggle, but like struggle that is coming from the outs, from the world, right? Like a world struggle being poor, not having all of the things that the people around him, the children around him have, is what creates a more pure understanding of the world and the, yeah. the ability to be good, right? And again, that's like, to convey that through children is such a different and unique way to do it that not a lot of movies really do or do well. And the fact that this movie in 1971 had such a like a comprehensive understanding of those ideas, I think is right. one of the reasons why it's still timeless today. Yeah. Because people can watch it and learn so many different lessons from it. Like the, I know he said no more quotes, but. No, I said no more quotes from me. At, at the very end of the film when Wonka tells Charlie that he lost because he tried the fizzy lifty drink when he was told not to. Um, you know, he tells him, you lose, you, know, you lose, good day, sir, all that stuff. Yeah. I said good day. And then he... That wasn't you know, a quote. Hit Charlie's grandpa is like... He's also world-weary, right? But he yeah. he lacks the purity that a child could because he has seen the bad side of the life he's lived for mm-hmm. 60 more years than Charlie has. So that purity and that ability to seek the good in people is kind of gone from his character, right? Yeah. So at the end, he's like, hey, Slugworth wants that fucking everlasting gobstopper. Let's fucking give it to yeah. him, baby. Come on. And then Charlie goes over and he hands him, he hands him the, he hands him the thing. And Wonka says, so shines a good deed in a weary world. Yeah. Dude, I started, I cried. I, I heard Dude. that because it was so like, it was such a quiet and contemplative moment. There's it. And it's just, a, it's just the image of Gene Wilder grabbing the thing and he says that line, and dude, I was like, "Whoo, man!" That and it got it like it hit me though, in a way that like as a kid I couldn't really understand yeah. what he was conveying and the 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 uh, the joy he just had been overcome with because of what Charlie ended up deciding right. to do, like despite the fact that the world just told him yet again, "Hey, you've lost." Charlie goes, "You know what? It's all right." I'm not going to put this guy out because I fucked up. Yeah. Right. I did. He's like, he realized that that moment of Charlie has too of like, you know what? He's right. I did. I did break the rules. I did. I did the wrong thing. And you know yeah. what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to take it out on him because I didn't do what he asked of me in order to win what I was supposed to win. Yeah. And it's and it, like, it's such a, I don't know that moment. I was like sitting in my freaking sitting in my room watching the just crying like a little baby. Well, it's, like, holy it's cow. because, it's because it's raw. And oh, it's yeah. Because Wonka wasn't saying that to anybody. <laughs> right. He was, not, yeah. he was not speaking to Charlie right. in that moment. He mm-hmm. was saying it under his breath. Right. It was just, it was kind of a moment of vulnerability for right. him. For him. But it also tells us about his character that everything he did that day was calculated. Right. Right. Nothing, right. nothing that happened there was, 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 was left by accident. Was left to chance. Right. Right. He, he a, was he was just as let down at the end mm-hmm. when 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 Charlie is is confused about what about the prize like why did he why did he walk away 
Yeah. He was just as let down because he had kind of lost hope. Right. That <clears throat> this test that he was laying out mm-hmm. was was going to be passed by anybody. Right, that anyone would actually like for succeed. Him, for him, that was a moment of of either hope or doubt in society. Like that's right. th- because in this movie or in this story, the the kids that he brings to the chocolate factory are mm-hmm. a representation of society. Right. A very like a very individualized representation, right? Like right. none of them encompass all of the bad things. Of course. They each encompass one very specific part or right. attribute that that he sees that society has. Yes. Right. And yeah, to him that is it is a failure because he's someone who is so worried that his creativeness is going to get, you know, just diluted and copied and manufactured yeah. by other people that, you know, his that test is like really a test to find someone who who believes in what he believes in, which is, you know, the idea that one person can change the world, right? Yeah, like one yeah. guy can do something so magnificent that it just completely changes how people perceive the reality that we exist in, right? And it it, uh, it reminds me of, um, not to bring up Ford v. Ferrari, but there's a scene in Ford v. Ferrari where Matt Damon and uh, uh, Christian Bale, they're in a diner talking about, you know, the fact that Ford wants to build a car, to race in Le Mans and win. And Christian Bale is telling Matt Damon, he's like, listen, man, the world doesn't work how you want it to work, right? They're going to beat you down and they're going to make you do things that you don't want to do because they know that you're different, that you don't do things the way society wants you to do them. You're a a guy that reaches for everything and doesn't doesn't take shit from anybody and tries to do something great. But they won't understand that because yeah. they're not designed to be that way. And I, I just, when I was watching Wong, I was like, there's a lot of, there's some similar ideas going on here about like the idea of like, you know, being a, the purest version of yourself and the good that can come out of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And how in a lot of parts of society that just doesn't exist anymore. And again, when I was a kid, I didn't fucking see any of that shit. So right, these musical yeah. numbers. Are, this music's fun to listen to. The Oompa Loompas are cool. <laughs> and now I'm like that, but also there's a lot of crazy. The shit music going on. is fun to listen to. It is, and also. you know, you know why it's fun to listen to why in is the that? original is because it's simple. Yeah, it's very simple. Yeah. It's it's um, it's almost like a theatrical play, mm-hmm. right? So the music isn't super complex. The instrumentation isn't super complex. But it is very straight. It's very straightforward, and that's why those songs have kind of lived on, and why this yeah. movie lives on. Because the musical numbers themselves don't detach you so much to the point where you're like, "What in the fuck is going on?" Like we're just doing this crazy musical number, and all this right. wild shit's happening. It's, yeah. it's like no, that they're singing, but it's very just very simple, and I think yeah. that does the movie a lot of credit, a lot of credit. Yeah, and I think. Looking back at a movie like this that holds up still very well to this day, mm-hmm. um, even like technically speaking, right? Um, they did a lot of cool stuff with their set building, yeah, with lighting and forced perspective and mm-hmm. building a world that is just kind of this 
non-specific city right somewhere yeah like there are Mm -hmm. there are bits and pieces of like american culture right there's like mostly like european type like infrastructure yeah it's just non-specific they mentioned very specific places in the world oh yeah we just don't know where we actually are when we where get to we the, actually are when we're in the chocolate factory we don't know where that right is we know that charlie lives next to it or lives nearby yeah but we don't know where that is we know where all the kids come from you know augustus gloop is from germany Veruca's from england uh, a couple of the guys you know the 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 tv kid something tv johnny tv or something yeah. like that he's from america and that like the people are from very specific places in the world, but once they get to the chocolate factory, it's just another, it's another place. Yeah. Right. It's a place that doesn't exist in a very specific mode or, or, uh, you know, exist under a certain type or set of rules. Right. Which I think is good. I don't know if the, I always wondered if the book was set up like that. Cause I read the book when I was a kid, but I don't remember half the details from when I read it. Well, and you've forgotten how to read since then. Yeah, I I can't even, I literally, like, what does this say? That's an S. Already wrong. It's a five. Oh, five. Harpy. So that's a good transition into, um, (laughs) into Wonka 2023. 2023 Wonka. Um, because once again, we kind of have just a <clears throat> ambiguous setting, almost mm-hmm. even more so. We even like more, we yeah. know we know less about the setting of of Wonka twenty twenty two. You almost got it. Try in, again. In some ways, um, and <laughs> and this is a origin story of sorts. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really go into what gave. There's an interesting backstory about Wonka that we don't fully get. And it would be cool to eventually hear this story. Yeah. And you and I kind of <clears throat> talked about, like, you could tell endless stories about the character Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah. Um, but we don't really get this fully fleshed out. But we realize that this version of Wonka is an adventurer, an explorer. Yeah, he, right. And kind of just a nomad. He's, um, right. He's not quite world-weary, but he is enough right. to kind of guard off some parts of his life to some people yeah. and, and it's 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 almost like we are just picking up on this period of his life where he loves making chocolate like right. it's it's almost like he lived a whole life before this mm-hmm. somewhere along the way he picked up a love for chocolate and we get right. to kind of hear why yeah. in this movie but it, like this version you kind of feel like he's been through a lot of other adventures. Right. This is just where we find him now. Yeah. And, and it's not the beginning and it's not the end. And that's good. Uh, like, like That is one part I think that, that really, you know, keeps that connectivity to the original because it is supposed to be, it is supposed to be kind of in the world of the original Willy Wonka movie. Yeah. And I think that, that kind of helps keep it attached to the original movie. The fact that like, we don't get, we still don't get a ton of his background. Like, we, we hear about his mom and, and, you know, how she inspired him to, you know, she was part of the inspiration. Yeah. But we don't, like, we don't see many of his travels or where he's been or what he's done. It's just, it's similar to the original. It's just, like, a point in time. Right. And we're just kind of letting the character show us through his actions and the people he interacts with, you know, what point of his life he's in. 
and I think that that was that was part of the movie that I really enjoyed. I thought, yeah. I also thought, just from a portrayal perspective, I thought Timothy Chalamet did a good job of keeping some of the zaniness intact, like the fe- like his just kind of his offshoot reactions to certain things or questions or or interactions he has felt very akin to what Gene Wilder's character did in the original. Not maybe not to the level that Gene Wilder did it. Like there's still like there's still a sense of like Willie being very sensical in this movie. Yeah. Whereas in the original he's he's just he's just out there. Right. He's just fucking he's he's way he is way out there. And in this one there's a little bit more he's a little bit more grounded. He's he's still yeah. a, a little bit He's a little less world weary, and I think that kind of ties into it a little bit. I think right? that so I actually think I'm gonna disagree with you on that. I think that this I think that this portrayal of Wonka was sort of unfocused, and maybe it's because this is a young Wonka still trying to figure out who he is and, right. and what kind of person he's gonna be. A lot of times I couldn't. <coughs> I felt like Timothy Chalamet. Shyamalan? No, that's M Night's son. No, that's someone different. That's someone different. That's right. Um, Thought I I had it. I I felt like at times Timothy Chalamet was very whimsical. Yes. Other times he was very calculated. This is something, and I didn't think it flowed very well. So that's it's not that one is right or one is wrong. Right. It's that sometimes the flow between his it was like almost like mood swings sometimes. Right. But to a way that felt a little jarring to me. It's not. It's not unlike Wonka. Right. It's just that it's like a time and place thing. Right. It's it's almost an imbalance comparatively speaking. Obviously, sure. Compared to the original, it feels imbalance. And this is one thing I wanted to to talk about the how whimsical Wonka the movie is yes which to me like I get the again like kind of like you said like we're in a different point in time but and a lot of but a lot of reviews talked about how like it this movie retains the whimsical nature of the original I don't think the original was that whimsical no I don't I think the original is is very dark in many senses yeah absolutely and, and very reflective of a a real world despite the fact that like in the original despite the fact that we're in a place where we don't really know where we are there's still a familiar sense to where we are because it just feels like another place that could exist in the world in which we live yeah whereas in the new wonka it's kind of it's like you said almost too ambiguous and too like whimsical and and full of lights and 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 just kind of random in yeah it, like it almost, it, it doesn't feel like you're in a place that could exist here. Right. Right. And that kind of, the whimsical nature, while I, parts of it were enjoyable to an extent, I think it, it starts to detract from the, how it could add to the original because of, it, it just didn't feel quite as real as how the original felt. Yeah. I know? think that, I think the original was certainly a little more grounded and there were things that, there were things that didn't make logical sense in the original. Yeah. And you kind of have to, for this type of story, you have to tell it that way. Like there's Mm -hmm. like what I think of is the grandparents who have been bedridden for 20 years, haven't left the bed in 20 years. Like, yeah, that doesn't make any logical sense. Right. But the character, the kind of the side characters in 
the 2023 version are just mm-hmm. so like airy almost. Yeah. And they're just like constantly just in a silly, goofy mood. Right. And like that doesn't really line up with yeah. what we know. And right. it's not, it's not to say that it's right or wrong. And I kind of, mm-hmm. I, I actually enjoy the, you know, the three competitors of Wonka or the, right. the, the people who are trying to keep him down essentially. Right. Like they're they're fun, kind of interesting characters. Mm-hmm. The the police chief that keeps gaining weight because he's eating so much chocolate is like such a stupid gag, but it was oh, yeah. funny to me every single time. And, like I knew what was coming. Keegan Michael Key does such a good job in that role too. Like he's yes, he's he is, he's great. He's, he's great. really really good. But like some there. of these some of these side characters are just so over the top and just like airheads. And yeah. I like it was off putting at times. And like even thinking mm. of the. Um, the two like innkeepers who are yeah. basically keeping everybody there hostage. Yeah. Um, and even that there's plot holes and that's okay, but right. They were sometimes just like, so I don't know, like so exuberant with like, right. Just how silly and zany they over were. the top. And like the, I don't like it just felt. It just felt. I said this already, I guess, but it, it just felt a lot less grounded with yeah. the world that this Wonka was living in. I yeah. I I would I would tend to agree with that. Like I, I'm trying. I'm trying to come up with more synonyms for the word silly, and there's silly. just not yeah. that many. It's, it like, is though. It's just kind of silly. It's yeah. It's silly and silliness is good, but I think one issue, like one of the problem, like. The original, the humor in the original was so. Again, it just it it was more grounded humor, right? Yes. Like a lot of a lot of like less silly and more just like reactive humor, right? And then this this movie, a lot of the humor is done to like an elevate. It's like an elevated type of silliness. And well, I don't dislike that kind of humor. I just. For what I was hoping with the Willy Wonka, a new Willy Wonka movie, I was just kind of hoping it would be a little well, less. I think it's, I think it's just kind of simple. Also, right, like the, the the humor, in, the humor in the original is like so quick and so witty. Right. <clears throat> this one is just like, uh, see, I'm over here with a, a, thes- a, thesaurus. a thesaurus. A thesaurus. How about um, you're actually how about half baked? <laughs> That's actually a good one. That yeah. actually is a good one. Well, yeah, well, half baked, uh, but almost like it was almost like <laughs> it's almost like those people you meet. Witless. The original is like the people you meet in life who you find funny because of just what because of what they say, but it feels like natural. It feels like it's just something they thought of and they just say it. Like that's right. what that's what the original the original's humor had that kind of sense to it. Like it's not someone thinking about what they're about to say. They just Think of something and go, oh, I'm going to say it. Whereas like with the new Wonka, it's almost like people thought long and hard <laughs> about the, the humor they were trying to... And they to, overthought it. And they, over, they, over, they yeah. overcooked it. Yeah. yeah. It's half-baked so and it's, overcooked. It's, it's <laughs> right to jail. Straight to jail. Right away. Overcooked fish. Also jail. Undercooked chicken. <laughs> jail. Straight Believe away. it or not, jail. Believe it or not, jail. I did... Um, one of the story lines in this movie I did enjoy... Was with the uh, the the character the girl. Um, Hello. Hello, what are you saying? L. What did they call her? Not L. Um, Noodle. Noodle. I did like part of 
what I liked with her and Willie's relationship is, and this like this ties into like the very like calculated nature of Willie, which is why like when he gets when he gets sh- stiffed into that deal and becomes basically a prisoner, I was like I don't know Willie Wonka seems like a little bit smarter to kind of like get to run into that kind of situation, especially because he's like been through the streets. Right, like, yeah, he, like he should know he all should these tricks know a little by bit now. better, right? Yeah, <clears throat> but they're their relationship and his ability to reconnect her with his mother, with her mother. I thought that like that, that played into the idea that like what Wonka is trying to do is like, you know, find the good in people and, and create a better place than what it originally, like, like, you know, find like search for that good and then help those people get to a better place. Yeah. That's what he does. That's what he does with Charlie. In the original film, right, and doing that with Noodle and and getting her back to that place to actually reconnect her with her real family and yeah. and get her into that better position. I I enjoyed that storyline. To me, was like probably the best of all of them. But yeah. it also is it was a pretty simple one. Like as a girl who doesn't know where she comes from, they find out where it is. He helps her reconnect with her family, and that's pretty much it. And when she reconnects with her mom, that's when they do a rendition right. of Pure Imagination, which was also consequently the best song in that movie. And it was an offshoot of a song from the original movie. Right, yeah. The thing, that's, the thing that really got me out of this movie, compared to the original, oh, no. is how complex the musical numbers are, man. Oh, yeah. And the, the yeah. lyrics are kind of boring, and just all of the musical pieces are just so big, and they're bombastic, and they're over-the-top, and mm-hmm. every single time they broke into musical number, I was like, oh, okay, let's just, come on, let's get through and that's, this. That's kind of <clears> the, <throat> this went back to, like the original Willy Wonka is not a stereotypical um, musical. No. With like the flash mob dancing and yeah. the, like the only, the only real, I guess, songs of that nature come from the Oompa Loompas right in the original this mm-hmm. one was like everybody and that's, everyone and so that's one of the things that takes me out of musicals so much yeah is like when the entire town square starts to sing and dance like a to flash the same mob. musical number yeah and it really detracts from bless you you want me to you want me to pot? it's gone okay Damn good it. I good. hate that feeling dude yeah but you Ugh. say you saved it nice job <laughs> Anyway, um, it just that that kind of takes you out of the moment, yeah. and mm-hmm. um, I don't know where I was going, dude. You really distracted me with that with that sneeze. I'm so sorry, dude. It's it okay. felt like a big it, one. It looked like a big one. It was gonna be, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're talking about like when the whole town breaks out into the same musical number. There's like a hundred people, yeah, yeah, dancing around and singing along to this song, right? And like to your to your point, like. It doesn't have to be that complex, but it seems like, I guess this is one of the more, I guess, high profile musicals you could say over the last three, four years. Yeah. I mean, um, maybe, maybe since, less like since La La Land even. Yeah. I mean, like if you look at, if you look at <clears throat> comparable musicals, like yeah. I'm thinking like Greatest Showman. Yes. That's another big one. <coughs> Never seen that. S- same type of thing. Yeah. See, um, like the the music, and it's not that it's not good, right? It's not that the performers are not good. It's just that 
in a musical, the music needs to add to, not detract from. Yes. Um, and I think right. that's kind of the problem with this style of mm-hmm. of musical. Oh, yeah. Um, I did like that we have in this movie kind of a, a very thoughtful Wonka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can see that... You can see that the disappointment is wearing on him. Yes. And eventually it will. And so these, to be clear, these are not the same Wonka. Like this is not a prequel to... Right. This is not a direct prequel to the original no, Willy Wonka. No, But you can see how this version of him could become... That version. That version of yes, him. Yes, Where 100%. he still has a small amount of hope for the world. In this movie, he's full of hope. Oh, yeah. And that's, and that's one of the best qualities... Mm-hmm. Um, of this version of Wonka is that yeah. he's still a dreamer, right? right. Like the, mm-hmm. he's he is still seeing the best in people, seeing the best in you know the 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 space that he has, right? When right. he finds that chocolate shop, mm-hmm. or where he finds where he's going to put his chocolate shop, right? And it's right. this old, rundown, like old theater, yeah. And he's like, it's perfect, yeah. And like that's what this that's what this Wonka does, and does it very well. Like that I think is something that drives the story because his hope in the world gives you hope for right. this story that that's playing out. Things you're like, are going to work out. You're like, Oh, yeah. like things will be okay. Yeah. Like he's in a rough, he's in a rough state, but things are going to be, okay. things are going to work out. You can also see how he might become a more hardened version of Wonka. Like right. Wonka's never really hardened, but right. you can see that that, uh, that disappointment eventually will build up scars. Yes. And yeah. make him have to actively search for hope rather than just having it innately. Right. Right. 100%. So I also, I want to mention one other thing um, specifically. Yeah. And that was the Oompa Loompa. Mm, I was going to mention this too. But go ahead. No, you go first. What I <laughs> can't fucking stand is the amount of lines that they take from the original. And a sign to the Oompa Loompa in this movie. Like when he says, I said good day. Now shines a good deed on a weary world. Like he, they pull so many lines from the original. And it's just like shit that the Oompa Loompa says. And it's like, so you're telling me that just all the shit that Willie says in, the, in any other version of himself is just some shit that an Oompa Loompa said to him one time? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, I don't... That's a good get, point. Get the fuck out of here. Like, we're, drawing, we're drawing a lot of conclusions about the future uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah. They like create these weird tiny parallels. Those are the parallels to the original that I did not like. Some of the other parallels that they create I really enjoyed. But the fact that like I don't know why, man. It's just I was like sitting there like he said that too? Like, come on. Come on. Yeah, and like, um <clears throat> he Okay, by the way though, like Hugh Grant wasn't bad as, oh, no. as no, an Oompa Loompa. He was good. He was I, like I, good, I choice. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. I think so. He had a good performance. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't. It wasn't very well written. I think. Yeah. The, the idea that Oompa Loompas never forgive debt. Yeah. Is hilarious. Is yeah. And like that was another. That was another kind of running gag that I actually really enjoyed the humor oh, yeah. from that mm-hmm. from that portion. Yeah. And and Hugh Grant as Oompa Loompa did bring a lot of humor with him. Right. Um. And just like his backstory, getting to learn why he was the one that was sent to. Yeah to retrieve this debt mm-hmm. from Wonka. Great. Like, great little side yeah. side story in mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like, his actual dialogue 
Not that great. No. Like his not great. he was there for just kind of like not necessarily comedic relief, but like situational comedy. Yeah. And very situational. And it was humor. and it was good. Yeah. It was really good. For the most part. We he just didn't need to he just didn't need to talk as much, I guess. Yeah. And like I didn't I didn't notice it to a point that it was bothersome, but like now right. that you bring it up, I'm like, oh, they were just all they were doing was trying to add in callbacks from right. the original. And actually, the way that this Oompa Loompa looks and is dressed and acts mm-hmm. is also very similar to... It's almost exactly... It's almost identical. The only difference is he's just so small. Yeah. Why is he... Yeah. <laughs> why? Because here's the thing. Like, like here's in, the thing. Like, instead of being three feet tall, he's like 12 inches tall. Right. But like in, like in the original, the Oompa Loompas... Are from you know he's like they're, they're Oompa Loompas from Loompa Land. Loompa Land. And you're like okay, but also like they could just be little people with orange makeup on. Like is he really telling the truth or is he lying? Like what is he? What's he trying to say well, here? Like, what is he? Yeah. It, what's what are we? It creates what are we doing here? it creates that mystery in the yeah. original, right? Like oh, it, like maybe he did discover a new species, or maybe he's just bullshitting us and they're just little people with orange makeup because on. because everything's a show because everything's right. Yeah. This movie rids the mystery. It says, yes, there is a place called Loompa Land. There are Oompa Loompas, and they are a foot tall. Yeah. And it's like, man, but like, what if he was actually just three feet tall and you don't, like, it just, it kind of like rids that, the, the it just gets rid of that, like, wonder of like, what if, what if he's yeah. bullshitting us? And I didn't love the fact that they, like, purely establish that as like a canon thing yeah. that like Loompa Land is real. I don't, <clears throat> I wouldn't hate the idea if it just like, if there was a little more to it, yeah. right? Like you said, it's kind of like his character wasn't written very well. And also he just like, while he looks almost exactly the same as the Oompa Loompas in the original, again, he's a foot tall CGI person. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that didn't, that didn't particularly bother me. It was noticeable for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed, I think this version of Oompa Loompa, the just Oompa Loompa, that's his name. Um, right. I think I enjoyed this version of him, but you are right. Like we get in weird ways, like too much of him Yeah. to where it's like the, the, we're just put into this world where it's assumed that Oompa Loompas are just real. Right. And then also, like... There's no question marks. He talks too much. He does talk a like way, original, way more than an Oompa Loompa should. Right. And because in the original, all they do is sing. You never yeah, hear them yeah. actually talk out loud. And that's one of the best... One of the funniest bits from the original is when the Oompa Loompa, like, talks to Willie, and he's like, no, you will not be... Res- I will not make you liable for whatever happens to, yeah, to yeah, the boy when they try and funny. restretch him. I was like, that's great. That's great. Again, that's like that... That's very uh, grounded humor. Right, it's just very reactive. It's just a, it's just a situational reaction that creates the humor in that moment, right? Whereas I mean, in <clears throat> in the remake, they don't talk at all. I mean, they do yeah. they do sing, I they su- sing. I suppose, but the, they don't like they communicate with noises. It's weird. Right. It's weird. Don't get it's me wrong. A little, yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It's it's kind of off putting. Yeah, but that's part of what Oompa Loompas are. Yeah, you're supposed to not really know. How or why or what they're or really what. about? Yeah, like mm-hmm. they're just a giant question mark. Yeah, that are supposed to add some some comedy to the situation. Right, and and he does in this movie. 
He does. But it's like yeah. he has a fully fledged out like dialogue and backstory backstory and character arc point in of some origin. ways yeah. point of origin um yeah so i mean <clears throat> like i said i didn't i didn't necessarily dislike it it's flawed though it is yeah and i think to as a kind of final thoughts here i i think that's the case with most of this movie sure is yeah. there's there's a lot of good coming out of it and there's a lot of good connective tissue and character moments, but there are a lot of flaws that came with it because I think like it, they just went a little too far with how over the top the humor is and how detailed some certain characters are and others aren't. Like, yeah, I didn't. I did honestly. I did enjoy the movie. I for the most part, minus the musical numbers, they really just did not like those. Yeah. Um I did enjoy it though. I I thought it was good and I'd love to see them take this to another place. You know, I'd love to see Timothy Chalamet come back and be Wonka again, another version, whether younger or older, wherever they want to go with it. But I think the every beat from a narrative perspective, even like cinematography wise, it's so heavily CGI, man. Holy shit. Yeah, it's like it's compared a lot. to the original, like the original it's looks so lot. good because everything that you see is pretty much real. Right. And this one, it's like there's not a single it didn't feel like there was a single set that didn't have at least a little bit of digital after or digital work done to it. <clears throat> and that kinda it it kinda took me out of it. But again, the flaws aren't enough to make me say I think this is a bad movie. But it certainly didn't you know, get me to the place where I hoped I would be at the end where yeah. I was like, that is just a, a good, a good addition into the canon. Right. And yeah. that's kind of where I left here's, the theater. Here's my, here's my final thoughts. Um, I, it, it's really difficult for me. And this, I, it's kind of makes me sad as somebody who loves film. I cannot bring myself to enjoy musicals at least any modern musicals right um and it's not their fault it's my fault that's a problem with me it's it's not you it's me you know yeah and i try to go into it with an open mind Mm -hmm. um and i just would have liked this so much more had it not been a musical yeah i think that wonka is a character that you can explore without the musical numbers you don't really need it yeah and that's actually kind of how I feel with this movie as a whole. You could say this with a lot of reboots, but yeah. it's like, this is a reboot that I didn't know I needed, and I don't. I don't. Like, and it's, right. and it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I guess it's kind of fun. It's, yeah, it's, it's somewhat entertaining. It just doesn't, it does, there's, there's no void that needed to be filled. Right. And, and it, it try it tried to kind of, it tried to insert itself with this fresh new story of Willy yeah. Wonka. And I don't, I don't think it was as fresh as they thought it was. Yeah. And it just was overly complex. It was, it was very complex. The reason why the original is so timeless is because there's a lot of simplicity wrapped around those deep thematic points that they yeah. try to make. Yeah. And this movie just, it over, it just overcooks so many of those ideas and it, it just makes it way too complex and yeah. not hard to follow by any means, but just, I 
don't know. Compare comparative. Like I, I literally watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory the second I got home from yeah, the Wonka and you, screening. You can't compare them. And it, that's what ultimately, like, close. after I watched the original, I was like, man, this just this just a different ball game. These two movies are. Playing, and when I when know? I watched the original, when I rewatched it, I realized that we're talking. <clears throat> you're right. It's a different ball game. We're talking about yeah. an all time great film. Yeah, basically. And it's hard it's hard not to compare the two mm-hmm. but they had to have known that i would have hoped like when so, you're yeah. making this movie you know you're gonna draw comparisons right and not only has it already been done not as well <laughs> but like you're just gonna redo it again not as right. well right um do you want to do you want to grade it i think i would give it i would give it probably a c plus it loses it loses a a half a point for being a musical. Like yeah, it was, it was probably like a B minus. I think. Yeah, I would. But I would, I would grade it a C plus because my personal enjoyment just wasn't really there. Motherfucker, you just read my mind. Literally read. My, I was like, I was sitting here thinking like, normally I'd be maybe a B minus, but also the <laughs> musical numbers whoa, that brings it down a little bit. I'd be in the same like C plus range. Yeah, that'd be um, my grade. I know you got to get out of here, so let's um, let's wrap them let's up. Get out of here. How long have we been going? Dude, I feel like we've been going for a hot fucking minute. Fifty-three minutes. Not bad. I guess we did. Talk I mean, about we did two, two movies, movie reviews, so that that makes sense. I'm glad we did the combo, though. I am too. I don't think, truthfully, I don't think I would have had enough to say about Wonka by itself. I yeah, like that would have been, been like a fifteen minute podcast, right? It, um, and it almost like the fact that it, the the movie exists and the the way the creators wanted people to perceive it, I think comparing it to the original is worth a worthwhile way to do it because right. it essentially begs you to compare it to the and original. And if you haven't watched the original or you haven't watched it in a long time, go do it. Do yourself a service. Like really. Honestly, I don't really care if you watch this one. Yeah. I don't. It's okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't like necessarily recommend it unless if you're you got f- like nothing going on. If you're a fan of musicals, I might recommend it. Yeah. But if you're not a fan of musicals, don't watch it because you're not going to like Just it. Don't do you're it. You're not going to like it at all. Um, but what you should do is probably yes. recommend our podcast <clears throat> to all of your friends and family. Amen. And I mean all of them. All of them. All of Every them. single one of them listen. should listen to this podcast. Right now. Right now. Start a group message in your phone <laughs> with your entire contacts list. Yes. Friends. Mothers, fathers, like those spam texts you used to send uh, out. Exes, instead of instead of t- if you think, oh, I'm gonna text my ex, hey, you up tonight at midnight? Don't just send them a link to our podcast. Yeah, and Don't it might away. help you. By the way, yeah, they might, might fall back in you. love with you. They might they might appreciate that a lot more. They might hear us talk and go, wow, my ex is so informed. He listens to people who get it. I should I should think about. Hitting him up again. They'll be her. like, they'll be like, my ex is so eclectic. Yes, eclectic, mm. dude. Varied. He's those got. Are, he's are those the same? Is eclectic? Is eclectic and varied the same? Mm. They're gonna love you either They're, way. Either way, they will take you back. Semantics aside. And if they don't, at least tell them to leave a review. I don't if, like listen five, people, like five stars. Hey, you helped me get my ex back, or hey, five stars. Nice try, not happening. I don't really care. Yeah. And if people ask you, well, how do I find them? Where do I go? Guess what? We're everywhere. We are everywhere. Everywhere. 
Spotify, yep. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, random app that I don't even know the name of because our RSS feed goes out oh, to yeah. all of them. You can Literally also, any app you You can want. also find us on social media. You can. Now listen, we're not as active as we no. could be or God, should no. be. You and I both, we're not like social media haters. We are we social. We just like couldn't really be bothered. To we are like we are make, social media averse. I'm I'm a social media scroller, not yep. a social media poster. Nope. I scroll. I do not post. I don't even I, like. I can't even remember the last time I made a post on any social yeah, media yeah. I'm on. So and that includes our page. But if you want to see yeah. some previous posts, we had some. We made some reels. We dabbled in reels. We did dabble for in a reels. while. Yeah. Um. If you like them. We could do some more. Yeah. Uh, but you have to tell us in a review. You have to let us know. Way. Leave a comment. Um, leave a comment. Um, email us. Email us at frontrowmedia1 at gmail.com. Yeah. You can find us at Front Row Podcast pretty much anywhere on social media. Yep. We're not on Twitter, nope. um, but we are we're uh, not on we're X. We're not on X now. So we are also not on Twitter. We are not on Twitter. We are on X. Instagram. We are on Facebook. Yep. You can email us. Um, email us. Leave us a comment. If you're just sick of hearing my dog in the background... Tell us that too, but yeah. in a review or an email or yeah. a comment. Well, yeah. Tell us you hate the fact um, that the dog's always but like don't But like, don't hit me up personally to tell yeah. me that Just because do it then on, that doesn't help the algorithm. Do it on the platforms which we are on. See what I'm... See, I, I, I got nothing else, man. Anyway, we I'm appreciate done. you all. Thank you for listening. Uh, bye-bye. See you next time.